for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Chris Holacek. How's it going today, Chris? Not too bad. How about yourself? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. We're supposedly we've got some tornadoes rolling in, but uh, I'll, it'll be one of those wait and see type situations. So it's out here in Texas. This weather gets crazy sometimes. Oh, definitely. Actually, I used to live in Texas. I lived in like San Antonio, New Braunfels. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember that? <laughs> yeah, I'm up in uh, Waco, so that's not too not too far from me. So, but uh, yeah. first off, I want to thank you so much for jumping on here and giving us time to chat a little bit about everything you got going on. I know you just dropped a new single three weeks ago, or coming up on three weeks. About that, uh, three weeks, I'd say. Okay. And uh, so I'm excited to talk about that. But before we get there and everything else you got going on in 2022, uh, what's kind of your background? What got you into music? Uh, Well, music's been something I've done most of my life. I started playing cello when I was three, did like piano at seven, trumpet, baritone euphonium, like seventh through ninth grade and stuff. And I kind of stopped for for a bit to the sports thing. And then it was uh, one night uh, after a high school playoffs game, uh, I I was benched the whole time. And I was just thinking, like, man, I don't think football's for me. And um, I'm going to turn on the radio. I heard uh, Brad Paisley, his song Ticks, came on the radio. I started singing along to it. I'm like, hey, I forgot I'm kind of good at this music thing. Uh, Why don't I go back to that? And Mm -hmm. I did. And, uh, at college is when I taught myself guitar and uh, I started doing the songwriting then my freshman year, my dorm room and the rest is history. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So when you were younger, were you more, obviously you kind of took a draw to more classical instruments, like with the cello and the piano and stuff like that. What was it about the cello or was there something specific about it? Um, well, it, my dad played cello for like decades mm-hmm. and it was one of those things they're kind of, you know, I'm, I'm like the junior and stuff. So yeah. uh, they're trying to kind of get me to follow my dad's footsteps, you know, three-year-old though it's kind of hard to keep motivated with that, but it was a cool, um, kind of learn, learning that skill at an early age. It, it helped open up the door for other instruments too. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so you, uh, where did you grow up? You grew up in North Carolina, correct? Yes. In uh, Newburgh, North Carolina. Wait, where, where in North Carolina is that? I'm not, I know like the big cities, but it's, um, about 40 minutes from the beach. Um, okay. it's, it's in between like, uh, Greenville and Jacksonville, uh, about two hours, uh, Southeast Raleigh. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and so you grew up there. Did you, um, how or how long have you you're in Nashville at this point? How long have you been in Nashville? Oh man, that's been another journey. Um I, I moved here from North Carolina in uh 2014. Stayed okay. here 
2016, I picked, then picked up a day job that took me away. Yeah. And I went to Florida for about six months. And then that's when I went to Texas. Mm-hmm. I, I stayed there for two years and did music full-time there. And then went back to that day job, which sent me back to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been back here since 2019. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you, you've moved around a little bit and about depending on where in Florida, about six months is all you can handle in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was in Pensacola and it was definitely during like the summer months. So it was intense, but wait a, um, minute. wait a minute. When were you in uh, Pensacola? Was that about? Um, 2016. It was, um, I, okay. That was, before, that was before I moved to Tallahassee. I moved to Tallahassee in 2017. Nice, nice. Yeah. And so and the reason I asked is because I was curious if you were there during Hurricane Michael. That was a whole experience. So, um, yeah, I don't think I was. I remember going down there for Hurricane Matthew, like my job. We mm-hmm. did a storm assessment, like cleanup and stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, cool, cool. So now you're in uh, Nashville. You started writing songs uh, back in high school, correct? Is it that what you were saying? Oh, yeah, I'd say more like a, the fr- my freshman year of college is when I really got started into like the writing side of things. Um, and then I actually didn't really perform country music till um, right after I graduated college. Mm. Um, so it's kind of taking little steps of courage, uh, <laughs> one step at a time going up. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So um, what was, like, I, you'd mentioned the... Uh, being benched during a football game and then listening to the radio and remembering that you were good at the singing and doing the music. But was there a moment that you specifically remember that, okay, but I need to start taking this seriously outside of. Um, it kind of, kind of started building up. It, it, it was one of those things like, um, yeah, college. I kind of, I don't, I don't know the exact moment. I, I just, uh, I, I remember thinking, you know, how cool idea this is. And, yeah. um, and I just, uh, I don't know. I kept talking about it to people, but I wasn't taking action. And eventually I was like, okay, uh, I got to walk, walk here. I can't yeah. keep talking about it and not follow up. So it was just kind of one of those things I just had to push myself slowly and just built the courage up more and more. And then college, once, once I graduated, uh, I, that was the moment where I was like, uh, okay, you don't have that holding you back now. Now yeah. it's time to hustle. <laughs> gotcha. So it was like a natural progression of you You had the moment of, okay, I remember I'm good at music. Then you start experimenting, teaching yourself how to play guitar. And then you start singing along, right? Am, am I getting this right? You, you start yeah, singing yeah. along and then you start exploring with writing your own music. What, what was the uh, journey like after uh, after you graduated college, did you go straight to Nashville or did, was there like some lag time? There's definitely some lag time. Uh, I remember, uh, actually teamed up my, my buddy Ryan, uh, who I met in, uh, my hometown and, and now he lives in Florida and I go uh, play with him there. Anyways, um, we decided to do like a, a mini tour, like around the Southeast. We went down to Panama city back when they had this big spring breaks going on there. That was like the very first, uh, just playing around parties and stuff. And then we, uh, went down like Daytona. We did three different rounds of that tour. And then, yeah, the second one was like down to Daytona and, uh, 
um, Savannah, and then the South Carolina, like Myrtle Beach, and then mm-hmm. then we would did a little tour, or like a little loop through Nashville, um, yeah, upstate, um, down in Mississippi, and mm-hmm. in Florida, and then up to uh, Savannah. In fact, uh, his car broke down almost to Savannah at the end oh. of the leg. It was just that third round seemed like uh, Murphy's Law. Everything that could go wrong went wrong, and and it was just kind of our sign. Okay, we we're done uh, with this tour. And uh, yeah. it was just one of those cool, humbling experiences in the beginning, just a fun adventure, uh, you know, as a er- in your early twenties kind of thing, just, uh, just experiencing life. And it, um, I, I did that and then just kind of uh, swore some odd jobs, mm-hmm. figuring out what I want to do with my life. And, and uh, I just remember it was very hard getting a job in my degree right out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just kind of, just explored. I lived with my uncle in Raleigh for mm. six months. I'm super thankful for to this day that he let me stay with him. And, um, yeah, it was there that, uh, actually I worked at, uh, like night job, like uh, stocking shelves at target. And yeah. it was target that got me to Nashville. Um, I, I want to transfer with, with them and, uh, yeah, I ended up transferring to target in East Nashville. It was kind of my, my way out. And mm. yeah, I just, uh, or hating that job so much that it motivated me to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, that's the one positive thing about working for the big, comp- a big company like that is if you're, yeah, you may not like the job, but if you're trying to get somewhere that could very much be the vehicle to get you to where, at least as far as geographically located, it can get you to where you want to go. So you can do what you actually want to do that. That's, always been an interesting thing but i i do want to mention talk about that uh that original tour that you did i've always thought it would be a really good idea for musicians to tour during spring break and hit up all the like spring break hot spots like if you've got that kind of music that plays at college parties or can play at college parties i always thought that would be a really cool and unique experience like going on spring break without actually having to deal with spring break yep (laughs) and um you know so that that's amazing that you did that and you also did one thing that i tell a lot of young musicians that are just coming out of high school or whatever they ask like what should i do i want to play music for a living it's like well, just get out there and start playing. Like go, go hit the road, like go until you either have no money to go any further or you get to where you want to be. Yeah. Just, uh, go out there. You know, that's, that's the time to go out there, be stupid, make mistakes. Um, that's the best time to do it. Best time to learn. And it definitely builds foundation for yourself, uh, as you get older in your career. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So you, um, get through working at target you find yourself in nashville once you started taking music uh seriously as a uh, potential profession was it always kind of the idea to get to nashville or was that just kind of where where did nashville going to nashville kind of come into play and everything oh that was um that was the, the goal since the beginning of college when i started doing the songwriting that that was that was my goal like and uh i if I could go back, I would have maybe lived in the present moment a little more and enjoyed being, I went to school at UNC Wilmington, Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And um, I would have, you know, just enjoyed that moment a lot more. I remember spending my whole time just wanting to get out of there, getting Nashville. And I just, I didn't enjoy 
my time there enough. And, but yeah, um, Nashville, that's always been, been the goal since I first started songwriting. <laughs> yeah. I've got a, I've got a few friends in, uh, Wilmington. That's, I haven't been there yet, but hopefully, hopefully someday soon, Wilmington will get, get checked off the old bucket list of friends that I got to visit. So, um, but yeah, it, you're, you're hundred percent right. Just the stuff that you look back at and it's like, man, I wish I would have just enjoyed the moment that I was in instead of worrying about the next step. Yeah. That, that that's kind of the issue that I'm seeing myself in right now is I need to be enjoying where I'm at. Right. Like right now I'm so focused on, I'm in kind of the same boat. I'm so focused in on getting to Nashville right now that I'm in Texas and I just need to kind of enjoy where I'm at. Right. And that's been kind of hard because of the pandemic. I moved here right before the pandemic hit and we've been on, you know, like weird COVID restrictions for a year and a half. And now it's just kind of like, Oh, Hey, I can actually go out and do stuff if I wanted to. So I, I need to kind of enjoy the moment. So that, um, so you get to Nashville via the, or via target. Um, did you start doing writer's rounds or w- what kind of happened once you got to Nashville? <sighs> well, um, I actually had one of those crazy situations where I, I found the place I, I rented from like on Craigslist and I didn't know any of my roommates, but ironically one of my roommates ended up being my producer mm-hmm. like down the line. And, and, um, yeah, I, I pretty much just, just hung around my roommates went wherever they went. Cause I had another one, both of them had, you know, experience in Nashville. So mm-hmm. I just kind of followed them around and just kind of got the ropes and, and, uh, just explored and, um, did a bunch of open mics. Um, I never really got into too many of the ride arounds, uh, that first stint in Nashville, uh, be honest with you. Um, my, my musical skills still weren't top. They weren't necessarily top notch or anything. So, yeah, sure. um, it, you know, again, just getting out there and playing, that's definitely the best thing you can do. But at the same time, I, I probably would have taken more like, um, I guess lessons from other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't until I went to Texas, uh, fast forward. And that's, that's when I actually started doing like vocal coaching and guitar lessons and just kind of refining my craft a bit. And, uh, I didn't do that before. And it just, I didn't get too many opportunities with the ride arounds because of that, but you know, you live and you learn. And I, I learned a lot about the industry, uh, during yeah. that time, like the insides, uh, just kind of how it works. And I definitely don't regret any of it at all. <laughs> For sure. For sure. And then was it in Texas or when you got back out to uh, Nashville that you started uh, recording and releasing music? Um, well, it, actually my first, um, I, I did like an EP with my, uh, roommate who became my producer. Um, mm-hmm. ever again, my, I didn't, I never really released it cause I didn't uh, think my singing was that good on that one. And then, um, then I, I recorded another EP again and, uh, in Texas, I did release that. However, I again was not satisfied with my singing on that. And I eventually took that one down, but mm-hmm. I had it up there for a bit. And then the first single that's still up there, uh, is called naughty thing. K no T T Y naughty. That one I released in the what January, 2019. That was the very first, uh, like recorded single. And that was in Texas, uh, about six months before I, I left to go back to Nashville. So that's kind of when the, the um, whole recording uh, part of my career started. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so, so 
so naughty thing, it just kind of made the cut as far as what you thought, where you, where it was up to par to be, still be out there or. Yeah, I had, um, actually had a promoter for that one. And, um, it, you know, it, just the guys I was working with, it, it just, um, I, I don't know what it was. They just, they had a very good, uh, you know, very good musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had, by that point in my uh, musical career, I, I'd like kind of knew my voice a little better and mm-hmm. was able to fit the, the key at, you know, the key that, yeah, I was able to not have to yeah. too much. And, and it just kind of all those things come together, worked out where it finally made the cut. I felt like the songwriting was pretty great. And um, yeah, that's kind of where I was on that. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, that makes perfect sense. And so then kind of fast forwarding a little bit after you release Naughty Things, you come back to Nashville and then you start just banging out, banging out singles is because you yeah. have- that's actually when I, I teamed back up with my, my producer, who was my roommate. And mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, yeah, he, he, he had a, a, a label of his own mm-hmm. and, uh, I joined with him and eventually became a co-owner and, uh, we got together and got with uh, a couple promoters here and, uh, did two more singles and we're, uh, we released those actually right when, uh, COVID hit. So mm. it's kind of, that was, that was a real beginning of my recording, you know, careers, mm-hmm. uh, during COVID, which kind of worked out. Cause you know, I had nothing but time to, the um, like record, uh, do online stuff and build my online presence. And yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of worked out in a re- weird way. Yeah, for sure. You know, it was one of those things where I think COVID was like that great moment of you're going to find out who's really about their music. Mm-hmm. And you've seen a lot of people rise to the occasion. You've seen a lot of people not rise to the occasion. And it's been a really interesting couple of years to kind of see it play out. You know, Um, a lot of musicians kind of hung it up once COVID was going on for a little bit. They're like, you know, I'm hanging it up. It's just not worth it to me anymore. And the musicians like yourself were like, no, like, this is the time to strike like, I mean, that sounds really way, weird to say it that way, but it's hundred percent accurate. It's like, it now's the time to make your move. Um, which kind of brings me to the uh, next point, uh, your most recent single, which is remind me of you. You've released a music video for it. It's been out for about three weeks or so. I, I think that's kind of what we determined was three weeks. Um, ooh, what's kind of the, uh, what, what's the original idea behind the song? What's the song about? Um, I actually did write that during COVID, I believe. And it was just uh, about a, you know, past lover, just, uh, reminiscing on them, uh, just thinking about the good times you had with them, you know, it wasn't, I guess if you had, you know, could take them back, you would, but same time can't, so, but it's good to remember the good times you had with them. And I, I feel like the, I'm, I don't make it too much of a Debbie Downer because the, uh, the upbeat tempo, I feel like it kind of, if anything, it, it's kind of motivating with that upbeat tempo. And, mm-hmm. and it, it's hopefully relate to anybody who's going through that and pick them up from whatever dump they're in or they're, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it, uh, you uh, recorded this with your roommate as well. This is another. Or- uh, Fortunately not. Um, oh. he, he, uh, he passed away from COVID uh, right after Thanksgiving. Um, oh, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, he um, he had uh, my song "Tweets to the Pines." That was the last song I did with him, and then um, the song "I'll Ever Be There." I had uh, your release in January. He was, yeah, you know, I, I was in the works of like showing him that, and then yeah. kind of happened out of nowhere. He called it and and went, and um, yeah, went ahead and released it, and uh, you know, his honor. Um, mm-hmm. And so this has kind of been first couple songs without him, which has been weird, but um, same time, you know, you, you got to keep moving on regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm stank. I'm sorry to hear that, you know? Um, and so with that in mind, is the idea to kind of continually do singles for now, or do you see yourself eventually working to an album? Um, I mean, I'd like to do an album one day um, mm-hmm. just for right now where I'm at in my career. Uh, it, it makes more, more sense financially and just, or just with Spotify and their algorithm to do singles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do like, I was going to do six songs orig- originally this year, but kind of uh, had to cut down to four because uh, just for budgeting and stuff. Cause I've, I've, the people I'm working with now, you know, they're pretty high quality people. And, um, you know, I'm getting connected with some heavy hitters in town in Nashville, but at the same time, you know, you, you do got to pay for that. And yeah. uh, I'd, I'd rather have, you know, a few high quality songs and a bunch of songs that are kind of mid quality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like that's the one thing about Nashville is you're going to find talent everywhere, but the, the, none of them are going to work for free because they can exactly. go somewhere, they can go somewhere else and get paid. So, <laughs> um, so for this song, for remind you of, remind me of you, um, what did you uh, decide to release a music video along with this one? Was it, first of all, was this your first music video? No, um, I've had, uh, or I think this is my fifth music video. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, again, and, and this, uh, the team I've been working with for a music video, or, um, I started working with them with, uh, Oliver need and, mm-hmm. uh, they kind of, yeah, they're, they're the ones who kind of brought these ideas about the different, uh, like food places with the girl fishing and just the, the effects where um, she disappears from, from the lawn chair yeah. uh, on the lake. And then um, where I'm running into the memory towards the end, uh, mm-hmm. they, they have some really cool, like um, just uh, I guess out there ideas that yeah. are some nobody else thinks of. I think are pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. And the uh, actress in the movie, she's also in abandoned Nashville, correct? Yes, she is with a band called uh, Roanoke. Uh, they have like a Fleetwood Mac uh, kind of style uh, indie rock, I guess you, you say. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she's also, uh, she she was in Lee Bryce's uh, music video, Soul. Uh, okay. She the bride in that. So she's definitely a, a hustler in town, uh, <laughs> comes to me- music and acting. <laughs> Nice. Nice. It's, it's always good to have like people like that. You could turn to that. If you ever uh, needed somebody, you know, at least now you got her contact. Had you worked with her prior or was this the first time you'd worked with her? Um, this first time I worked with her, uh, we've had a, you know, different actress for each single. Um, and, and my, the, uh, the people doing the music video, uh, videographers are usually the ones who find the actresses. Okay. Um, you know, I like to have different faces for, you know, each song is a different emotion. So yeah. I don't want like the same actress on each one. Cause it's just, yeah. it's a different feel. I don't want the, the love gone right girl being the love gone wrong girl. I feel like that gives a bad message. Uh, yeah, to- that's fair. That's very fair. Um, and so 
uh, for the music video, you'd mentioned that the uh, company you'd worked with had some ideas on how to like portray some certain things, but the whole concept of the video, was that your idea or was it all their idea? And you just kind of told them what you were looking for. Um, I think it was a joint, uh, idea really. Um, yeah, just, uh, well, I guess they, they, they were listening to the lyrics over and over and that's just what they got out, mm-hmm. out of it. Uh, you know, the, the part driving down the road and stuff, that's definitely something, uh, you know, I, I had in mind originally as well. Definitely had to have some pickup scenes with the girl. I mean, yeah. that's what country song wouldn't have that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and so that, that video released the same day as the single as well, or did it? Um, I, I always release the, uh, music videos on Mondays for okay. some reason. That's, statistically the best day to release a music video i don't know mm. why but um it is <laughs> gotcha. probably the best days to release a single on streaming <laughs> gotcha yeah that like i mean i think for the singles that's just kind of the day everybody's grown accustomed to i didn't now that you mention it the monday thing i think that probably goes back to like when trl was a thing that's kind of when all the new music videos dropped was on monday so Gotcha. <laughs> I think, don't quote me on that, but I, I could be 100% wrong. But um, so music videos out now, the singles out now, and you'd mentioned that you're in the process. You still got two more singles to release this year? Yeah, yeah. We, we're actually uh, working on the music video for my next single. Um, we we uh, did some stuff yesterday and we're going to do either Thursday or Friday. We're going to do some more. We've got an actress on that one as well. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I can't can't reveal the name of that one yet. Uh yeah. surprise, but um it's uh definitely uh a fun song, very different from what I usually do and could be a potential direction I start heading with my music. Um nice. it's uh yeah, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And do you have a rough release time frame or is it still just very much in early stages? Um no, we we got it uh pretty much almost almost the final master version done. We're making a few tweaks, but it, it originally I was going to release it in May, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, now cutting down the four songs, um, I'm probably going to wait till June, mm-hmm. uh, early to mid June sometimes to release it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're only releasing four songs this year, releasing one in May and then only having one more to release for the entire year, it's cut yourself a little thin, but you know, yeah. It, it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I understand why you had to cut it down to four because budget is everything, especially there in Nashville. So, um, and so not, so that that's hopefully coming out mid, we'll say early, we'll say early summer. That sounds about right. Um, yeah. I was trying to be like, wait, when does summer actually begin? But you know, it, it we'll say early summer. Um, what's kind of going through your mind right now as you're still trying to promote the last single and prepping knowing you have this new single that's coming up right behind it? Um, well, pretty much, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm letting this one kind of ride out a bit. Um, I, I, I kind of, you know, originally, um, my release schedule, like my I'll ever need song. I kind of looking back, wish I would have given that a little more time to, kind of grow on people before I release remind me of you, but you know, they're all kind of playing off each other. So it works out in the long run, but 
Uh, I just had a gut feeling to kind of let this one give it a little more time, you know, as a center of attention mm-hmm. and um, just kind of let it do its thing. I'm, I'm yeah, getting ready to do me- music full time again and yeah. be my job in May. So it's just, it's giving me time to get finances in order and um, just get the tour schedule ready and just, uh, yeah, just get everything in line before I start getting back into the, or I guess, to the next release and then working on the next release and stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. You brought up, uh, working on tour schedules. How often are you, uh, actually playing shows right now? Right now, specifically, I'm not playing any shows, but Mm -hmm. May is when I I ramp up, uh, Mm -hmm. playing and, uh, yeah, it's going to be about early to mid May. Uh, I'll be starting a tour actually in Texas. Yeah, I did. I did catch that on your uh, Facebook page. I was trying to see if you came anywhere near me, but I didn't get too deep into the schedule. So I saw like San Antonio was on the list, a couple different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm actually playing in uh, Austin on May 12th at the carousel lounge. And and of course there's still a lot of dates up in the air. Mm -hmm. So um, I could very well be playing more shows around there. Uh, I, I am potentially picking another show up in houston uh mm-hmm. name the venue but uh there yeah. that sunday after uh the san antonio show <laughs> i gotcha gotcha and then are you going out to west texas at all or are you just kind of staying in uh central south um i'm, I'm kind of staying in the, the central area that that's where i was when i lived in texas mm-hmm. and that that was the main area i played at so that's where i think most of my yeah. existing fans are in texas or in that area gotcha. so i'm kind of sticking around there Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause that drive out to West Texas is, uh, that is an interesting drive. I will put it that way. Oh, definitely. I, I drove all the way from, uh, uh, San Antonio to Denver. I remember stopping in Amarillo and, uh, mm. it's definitely a whole different life out there. It's just oh, yeah. such a huge state. Like people don't realize it's like 12 hours from one side to the other. And it's just, yep. it's, it's such a diverse state, like all over and <laughs> just yeah. so many different parts of it yeah i remember the first time i traveled through texas uh i was driving down to florida to go uh to a music a bluegrass festival and my uh partner and i had been on the road for like 14 hours already and my mom called me and she was like hey so where are you at are you in florida yet and i'm like no we're just leaving texas what time did you guys leave uh like two this morning what time is it now? Like 4 PM. You're telling me it took you 14 hours to get through Texas. And I'm like, yeah, it took us 14 hours to get through Texas. <laughs> and that's like half the trip right there. So yep. <laughs> and I looked over to my co-host and partner in live at amplified. And I was just like, yeah, that, that was a real conversation we just had. So, <laughs> but um, Texas is huge. And especially West Texas, like just, it's flat. It's boring. It's yeah, it's rough. So yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, definitely a whole different world compared to Texas. I lived in. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so you're, you're ramping up your tour schedule. Uh, once you get the, once you get like shows back full, how often would you really like to be playing? Um, well, I mean, they got me playing, uh, looked like, well, they're, they're trying to get me, doing like a, you know, week long little tours, like once a month at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, they're, they're starting to ramp it up even more. I'm, I'm kind of going all over like the Midwest and Southeast mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, they got me Illinois, Indiana. Um, I know back in my home state, North Carolina, they got me playing some, uh, Virginia, uh, like Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, um, just all around it. And they're kind of, uh, yeah, they're, they're really feeling, feeling gotcha. up the schedule for me. I'm, I'm very impressed. Uh, my team, uh, it's just going to be, a yeah, it'll, it'll be a fun ride <laughs> for sure. And this is all through uh, B squared, right? Or is this through? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I saw that and I was like, oh, okay. I was trying to figure out how you get, got in contact with us because I always like to keep a mental note on it. Like if it's through a PR company or whoever it's through, like to just kind of keep mental notes. And uh, I was looking through your Facebook page and I saw a lot of B squared posts and I was like, okay, that's got to be how you got introduced. Definitely, so. definitely. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the New Year's kind of when I started working with, uh, yeah, um, on my team, like my pr- producers, my videographers, and the EMB squared, like all of them, I started working with at the same time. It was kind of like a whole new chapter of life. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And so you, you kick off tour in May. Hopefully you'll be leasing the, releasing the new single. I said leasing the new single, releasing the new single. Um as the year kind of progresses, then you'll have the fourth single. Where are you kind of at creatively right now? Obviously you've got the two singles that we've been talking about coming up, but are you just continually writing or do you kind of take a hiatus when you get ready to uh, go out on tour and stuff? Um, well, yeah. So the single I got planning for after one, our release this summer, um, Mm -hmm. I honestly still don't know which song it's like. I have multiple songs I mm-hmm. choose from, but honestly, I I think the song we release I haven't even written yet. <laughs> it, I just uh, yeah, that's kind of why I went to Costa Rica. It's kind of clear my mind and uh, kind of regroup. And I'm definitely feeling something about the brew at my head and um, get something down, maybe even better. And you know, like I said, I'm kind of looking at going a whole different direction in my music, um, maybe with my singles in the future coming in. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, for all I know, it could be a song I haven't even written yet. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll have it together uh, soon. This is kind of whenever it comes. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. No, that makes perfect sense. I should have asked that question first. If you knew what the fourth single was going to be, but, um, no, that's awesome that you're just kind of keeping it fresh and not committing yourself to something that's like an already old song or, you know, like whatever I, I say already an old song, but a song that's been in your arsenal or played a whole bunch at like live shows and whatnot. Um, I, so you got those four songs and will there, there'll be a music video for the third one. And I'm assuming for the fourth one as well. Yeah. I, I try to do a music video for every song. Like that's mm-hmm. just uh, all, all the study and I've done online for like music promoting and stuff. You, you if there's anything you're going to budget money for, it's definitely a, a a good producer and a good videographer. Those are like the two uh, most important things mm. I, I feel like for releasing singles these days. And um, yeah, so I, I got to have the visuals with it. It just, it, it draws people in. It, it shows a story and yeah, I just growing up watching music videos for each song I liked it. It just, I, I have to do music video for each mm. one. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's yeah. That makes perfect sense. You know, it's, it's one of those things on the independent level. It feels like music videos are almost a lost art form because it costs you all this money to produce it. 
but there's very little in return that comes from it as, as far as like direct return. But if right. you kind of look at it, if you produce a music video more than not, your streams are higher or, you know, like there's a whole bunch of uh, like loss, like you could look at it as a loss leader where you're like indirectly making money off of it. But a lot of musicians look at it directly and say, no, I'm not making any money from this. So. Yeah. I just view it as like a snowball effect. Like I know right now it's not directly making a bunch of money thing, things spending, but I, I know like the more, you know, I build on one another, the more mm. eventually will, I just keep the faith no matter what that it will eventually, uh, you know, break even and go, uh, into a surplus. For sure. For sure. And so you've got the single out, the new single out now, new single dropping in May, and then it will say end of the year for uh, 2022. And then you got the big tour coming up in, um, in May out here in Texas. Uh, what, after kind of everything, what, what is the outlook looking like past 2022 or have you not planned that far ahead? Eh, uh, I haven't planned out specifics yet, but um, I, I'll just have to see where, where my budget is at that point. Mm-hmm. Doing the music full time and, and all that, um, I'd say uh, yeah, just something similar to this year. Um, I, I would like to try to release six singles if I can um, next year, but um, again, I'm not going to stress if I can't. As just yeah, I can't. I don't want to sacrifice quality for for budget, so. Um, whatever I can do. Um, that's what I'm going to do and just kind of just keep building more and more with, with each single. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's so, sounds about right. You know, you just do what you can and don't try and over over, uh, stretch your budget and overexert yourself. Um, so kind of outside of music, once you get outside of music and you need some time to decompress from everyday life, what are some of your hobbies? What do you do outside of music? definitely um i like going hiking um definitely the uh yeah just travel and uh even non-music related just go up the road to kentucky right here and mm. take a day trip that, that's a lot of fun and uh uh working out i do like yoga and meditation too kind of helps stay uh keeping my mind right mm. uh, without having to drink or anything like yeah. that um uh, yeah i i do too much drinking anymore like I used to. So I try yeah. to keep the healthy habits. Um, then, uh, I, I was doing, uh, MMA and jujitsu as well, uh, beginning of the year, but then, uh, ended up cracking one of my ribs. Uh, oh, no. the guys got me good and need me right there. So I, I had to back away from that for a bit. So we'll see if I get back in. I do need to go back into that regardless. Just, to, you know, it's good, good skills to have and stuff yeah. so doing that. And, um, yeah, just, just travel and seeing the world, um, or whatever I can see. Mm. Um, I like to go out and see, I, I'm, I'm not the type of person that likes to be a home buddy for too long. I get itchy when I'm yeah. home too long. Yeah. It's, uh, I was talking, I, on the podcast last night, I was talking to somebody that, uh, travels, like they don't have, a, they have a, like a, uh, RV and then they just travel around and play their music. And I was like, man, I wish I just had the, ability not ability but just the uh the willingness to do that because it's like i love traveling i love getting out but i also love the security of having a stable paycheck 
And as much as I'd love to live on the road and just kind of live free and nomadic, it's like, yeah, I kind of enjoy just not having to worry about where my money's going to come from or my next meal or, you know, while it's fun and exciting after a while, it's just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's actually why I'm doing, uh, like on the side as well, uh, like DoorDash, Uber, mm -hmm. Lyft. Um, I've, I've signed up for all of those. And mm -hmm. uh, I know like Lyft and, and DoorDash, cool thing about those are you can do those in any town. Like Uber is limited to Nashville if you're in Nashville. Mm -hmm. So you can only do that town if that's the town you sign up for. But those other two apps you can, yeah, do wherever. So that's what I'll be doing like while touring uh, on my off time if uh, – yeah if if i'm not getting paid too much for a show or something yeah. you know i can make up for it with that and uh yeah that's i'm hoping that will you know keep me at least at the same uh income level as i'm yeah. with my job and make the you know exit not such a hard blow <laughs> yeah that that would be really interesting if you were like out doing lift before a show and then you ended up giving somebody a lift to your show I was thinking about that. Yeah, that'd be a cool little surprise for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really interesting. And it, yeah, it, it would be interesting to see how the guest would react. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, cool, cool. But um, I don't want to keep you too much longer here. So uh, if people want to check out your music or uh, see your schedule or interact with you on social media, where's the uh, best place to do that? And I'd say, uh, well, I'm, I'm more on Instagram these days. Uh, Facebook, I, I get a, I don't know, a lot of message messages on my artist page. So I don't check that as much. Um, yeah. I'm more likely to check like my DMS on Instagram. So that's probably the best place to hit me up. Um, Chris underscore holocheck, um, or just type in Chris holocheck. You'll find me, um, there, I, you know, yeah. Facebook and then TikTok. I got to, I'm starting to try to, get into that a little more it's a, it's a whole different art form there but uh educate myself uh youtube big on that's where all my music yep. videos are um and of course you know like spotify apple music uh youtube music all the stream platforms you can find me there <laughs> yeah for sure for sure you're uh doing really well consistently uploading to your youtube channel i envy that i try so hard to be consistent on our youtube channel but it's just like it's not easy. It like, and that's the key to success on YouTube. It's just consistency. Definitely. And that's, that's something I'm about to get back into now a little more. Um, this Costa Rica trip really helped me, uh, mm -hmm. kind of channel in what's important. I was, I was getting too caught up in like the numbers and stuff like followers, subscribers, how many streams yeah. I'm getting. And this trip just really helped me realize, no, I need to be having fun doing music music and you know it just shows in like the energy when you're yeah. playing like if you're enjoying yourself i feel like it gets better results and that's why i got focused on more and that's i'm i'm looking into making some more acoustic videos again so uh we'll see how my new energy i guess uh does <laughs> awesome awesome did you get a chance to play while you were in costa rica or was it just purely Yes. Uh, I, I was, it was kind of a retreat in a way. And, um, I met a whole bunch of new friends there and I played often and I just got such a great reception from all, all the friends there. Yeah. They're all new, like lifelong friends. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I just, uh, they are saying like I, my 
music was healing to them. That mm. that was like one of the best feelings ever to hear that. Um, and that just kind of motivated me to kind of this, go this new direction. I'm wanting to go in music. And that's, that's the goal at the end of the day, it's mm. relating the people being there for them. It's healing them, absolutely mm. healing them. Um, just, uh, bettering, trying to better the world with music. That's, that's the number one goal at the end of the day. For sure. For sure. You, you, uh, I've mentioned a few different times that you you're kind of heading in a new direction. Is that like more of a style change or a lyrical, like meaning behind the lyrics? What kind of change are you looking at making? Maybe more on like the spiritual side or okay. um, uh, more positive uplifting music. Um, I mean, I guess the, the sad songs have their place, but um, just uh, yeah, I want to explain it. Just, uh, just, just more, more spiritual, I, okay. I guess. Um, more yeah. positive and reaffirming is. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say like like Christian country or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it's it's more like, I guess it could be in that category too. But just mm-hmm. just something that's going to be yeah, uplift people. That's and just again heal people. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes perfect sense. But um, once again, I do want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat with us. It's been an absolute blast. Anybody out there that's listening and wants to check out uh, Chris Holacek, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I almost said Twitter. You're not on Twitter, are you? Uh, no, that's the one I'm not on. <laughs> okay. uh, so Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and then, of course, Spotify. You can check out all your all his singles, uh, Chris Holacek. And then uh, where, where can they find all the uh, dates for the uh, uh, upcoming shows and whatnot? Um, I'll be posting that on yeah, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Once uh, it gets closer to that time, I'll I'll, I'll post uh, like a picture of all the dates mm-hmm. and stuff. And then um, I do have a link tree as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Hall, check at the end uh, where I'll have all that info as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, soon. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Perfect. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and we will catch you all later.